Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. My name is Patrice Sagam, your host, and I'm here today with my good friend and our guest today, Anna Maria Laurie. Uh, Anna Maria Laurie is the founder, CEO, president, CEO, and CEO of AMP International, as well as she's the author of a book that I had the privilege recently to uh, write an endorsement for, and I didn't know what to expect, but when I got Anna Maria's book and, and I read it, it was intriguing. Now, if you know Anna Maria, she's very hard-nosed, very to the point, very pragmatic. But this book brought a side of her that, um, that I didn't know, I knew she has a sense of humor, but I saw that in this book even vividly. The book is called Cross-Cultural, A New Thirst for Diversity Engagement. We're not going to talk a lot about the book today, but I asked Anne Maria to, to allow me to bring her back because then I want to talk about um, business coaching in the midst of COVID 19. And I really want to deal with Anne Maria as a business coach, her practice, and, um, and, and kind of how she's been helping entrepreneurs navigate during this season, given the quarantine and the dynamic that we are facing. Anne Maria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Patrice. So uh, glad to be here with you, your team, and the audience. Uh, <laughs> certainly, we are in a time that is uh, a time of disruption. It's also a great time for introduction. And I think that we need to value this time in several aspects uh, as business coach with a spiritual impact and a mm. impact. We have been used in both ways. The spiritual way in how we had to be creative in bringing business owners to the marketplace with a different perspective how God has protected his people and the ones that are honoring him through their businesses. Amen. I feel this way we are living the second Passover that the Egyptians left uh, when, when they felt all the plagues that were given to them by God, letting them know who was in control. God is still in control in this pandemic. And he also has done a protection for his people, his followers, and his businesses. On the other way, for, on the other way, we had to be also an opportunity, see also an opportunity for businesses to be creative. And this has brought incredible validation in what we teach through your curriculum with the SBA, Business Succession Accelerator, how important it is for a business, even if we consider small businesses, Patrice, to be ready, to be prepared, because a lot of the businesses could not benefit from the uh, stimulus and different helps that our government provided because they were not ready. Amen. Sometimes yeah. uh, owners of business think, oh, I'm too small to pay myself a salary. So I just take money from the business. Uh, well, they didn't have a payroll to show, so they couldn't apply for the PPP. Others didn't have systems so they could not have a virtual uh, opportunity. That was what saved us 
then we were able to become a business essential because we could continue all our business virtually. So yes, yeah. we, we are doing all the coaching virtually. We are doing training virtually. We are uh, supporting all our clients virtually and it has been a blessing. And if we were not prepared, we couldn't be here. Wow. Good point, and, and we're gonna get into it. Anne-Maria, um, we're gonna talk more about COVID-19 and the way you were prepared as a business and how you prepared your clients as well. Let's go back a little bit. Let's talk about your, your story and your journey. Uh, for those who are watching us, they don't know what I know about you. Originally from Colombia, a uh, trained attorney, um, have the rig of an attorney. Um, tell me about your story and how you started AMP. International. Thank you, Patrice. This was uh, the validation of my gray hair. The gray hair, uh, according to the Bible in Proverbs 30, uh, says that is the uh, crown of wisdom. Uh, I, I wish that was 100% true. Mine is also a revelation of my age because uh, my business come from 30 years ago in 1989, we opened AMP International. It was a determination because my background, as you mentioned, is an attorney with master degree in economic science and international law. I started my career in the United States in a very low level, uh, the way that the Lord bring us different opportunities in order for us to uh, redirect our purpose. Uh, I remember when I took on the entrepreneur uh, training of great value from the Nehemiah Project, uh, how our identity mm -hmm. has matched that destiny. And even the Lord has brought me as a attorney in my country, Colombia, and I was able to help people there in my country. He redirected me uh, by bringing me here to the States with another reason, which at that moment was to be married with a person from the American Navy. Uh, the Lord uh, didn't bless that marriage. It was obviously a, a chose one by me and he chose me. Some are different when the Lord chooses your partner, your husband, as he did it for me on the second marriage. Now I am blessed to be married for 22 years with a man of God, Tony, who has uh, blessed our family. And that's why the Lord redirect my path to start a godly family as well, and a business with a godly impact. Wow, what a powerful story. So you, you took a risk um, to start this company. Actually, you already had it in, in Colombia, but you restarted here in the United States. How difficult was it as an immigrant to launch, relaunch this business here in the US? And how scary was it for you at that time? Because you were a pretty successful gal in Colombia. Thank you, Patrice. Yes, it was. Um, first of all, you have to have certain characteristics as an entrepreneur in a foreign country, Patrice. You need to be very humble to understand that you cannot expect to be recognized as you were recognized in your country, as you yourself also know with your royalty family background. Because 
this is a new country with a new culture that they don't know you. They don't know your past. So you need to start very much kind of and be willing to be molded according to the new culture. So I believe we need to uh, understand that businesses are doing and are done differently country from country. So I cannot impose my method of doing business like I did in Colombia to do it here in the United States because it will not work. We had to be able to, uh, in the same talking, we need to see the marketplace as our mission field. And when Patrice, when teams are going in mission fields, they have to understand the culture first before bringing the gospel to them. They have to understand what is the, uh, the, the perspective, the belief, the traditions, so you will be able to do a contextual understanding and then be able to penetrate the culture and be able to touch people's life. Same here in business, if you are going to see your business as ministry, you have to be willing to understand the marketplace before you want to penetrate and be the influencer. I love it. And it, it looks like your own personal journey experience also prepared you to be able to help your clients today as because you because we can now get into what you do as a business because AMP specializes in you are one of the leading diverse suppliers uh, consulting and coach in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. And, and so it looks like, so how much of your own experience um, prepared you or valid or helped you to now help your clients today who most of them are diverse suppliers, whether women, whether African-Americans, whether Hispanic and the like? So Patrice, uh, since I was a little girl, my father uh, taught me how to help the needed, the underdeserved the one who will not have the title for the position or the ability and to really pour into them to bring them success and to make them successful. That always stay with me, Patrice, in my career as well. So for me, that's how my passion to go into supplier diversity, which is helping diverse suppliers, business owners who are minority by ethnicity, African-Americans, Hispanics, Asian, or who are women business owners, which for many years women were under a different category for doing businesses or professional way, or a veteran who is just in transition serving our country and then is retired and they, they want to do something else and they had to start in a different territory, in a different industry. Mm. Or the disabled, uh, a lot of great disabled. Uh, I have a dear friend and client who is uh, legally blind and he started his uh, cooking uh, uh, business with cooking and baking. And he started from his uh, home kitchen Today he's on a commercial kitchen and today he's selling in different venues. And that is what made the purpose. When I get to heaven, the Lord is not going to ask me how much money I have earned, but how many people I have brought to him. And that's our purpose. So 
the experience of being a minority and start as a minority in my own business and being able to face the requirements has definitely helped me to understand, to have compassion, but at the same time to challenge the diverse suppliers because we don't need just compassion. We need hand by hand to take the challenges so we can become the ones that the Lord wants us to be. Oh, wow, that is awesome. So tell our audience, what is AMP International? What exactly do you do? AMP International is a, a small diverse suppliers that as a mission has to serve globally the supplier diversity community. We do this in two different areas because we had two separate clients. One group of clients are the buyers who are the large corporations and the government agencies who have a supplier diversity initiative or program. And on the other hand, we had the providers, the suppliers who are the ones who are diverse, uh, as I mentioned before. We had two different services depending on them. For the large corporations, we do mental protein programs. We pre-select what qualified suppliers for them. We do executive coaching. We do assessments. We do training for them. For the other ones, we do coaching and business development, which is a beautiful package because we coach them on a one-on-one -on -one basis and we complement for them whatever is needed for them to be equipped to become a supplier for our large government or large corporation. And then we become the liaison and we bring uh, projects that are uh, even millions of dollars on value for these diverse suppliers. So that our, our, our listeners and viewers can understand, the diverse supply space is a huge space. There's, there's, there are government, at least in the United States, there are government mandates that, that uh, requires for large corporations to set aside some money to do business with um, small and minority and diverse companies. That is correct. In terms of what, what we're dealing with, uh, in terms of dollars, could you quantify a little of the, the pie you're trying to make sure? It's not as much of a dollar, it's a percentage of what they purchase. Mm -hmm. They, they are uh, encouraged to purchase from diverse suppliers anywhere from 23 to 33 uh, percentage of the whole procurement. So for a company who buys $100, they should buy at least $25 from diverse suppliers. And, and there is a lot of tax incentives for these large corporations then they benefit tremendously with the diverse suppliers. So we are growing in an exponential way, Patrice, because only 23% of that industry is, has been developed. Wow. No way to go. So you're kind of educating these diverse suppliers, women, uh, African-American, Asians, Latinos, handicapped, about the, uh, the open doors for them Okay. But you're also trying to make sure that they maintain a certain of a business standards so that they don't just get in because they're diverse, 
but they get in also because they're competent. Am I right? Well, uh, it's, it's exactly right, Patrice. Uh, actually, we put it in a secondary. We allow them to open doors and we open doors for them with our corporates and government agencies because they have been coached to uh, provide excellent work in the way that the corporation needed because we had trained them on a one-on-one -on -one basis for what this corporation needs. So when we introduce them, they already know they are capable to produce for them. So it's a win-win. And then if they show the certification, we will also help them in the certification. Uh, it's a, even a, a, a better win for the corporation. I love it, I love it. Now, you were already a very successful business with uh, good reputation and uh, a number of clients. Uh, in in the Central Florida area, but yet you chose uh, to take the biblical entrepreneurship class and, and become certified as one of our coaches. So what motivated you, you're already doing well in business, to, uh, to not only be trained and certified by us, but also partner with Nehemiah? Patrice, I, I felt that uh, the Lord had AMP as one finger that was trying to, by itself, bring the marketplace, to the marketplace, his kingdom of God, by utilizing and inspiring diverse business enterprises using biblical principles. Then when I met you, and then after I met the whole team, I felt that the Lord connect this little finger of AMP with the big hand of the global Nehemiah project. So together we can utilize both forces in better kingdom of God to the marketplace. Wow. And I remember you sharing that analogy with me. And here's what I love about this woman. She, you are a woman of your word. Your, <laughs> your word is bomb, you know. And there are some, sometimes people say, you know, Patrice Anne Maria is very pushy. She's very aggressive. She's very tough. She's but I said, but you know what? I don't care what you say about the woman. I can always depend on her word. And for me, that's endeared you to my heart. And so, and, and I so appreciate that. So let's talk about what you've done so far. Um, uh, you know, when people get, go through our certification course, we, we want to make sure they make at least what they've paid for the course with, within at least 12 months before they graduate. You went beyond that. I mean, you... Within three months of completion, you launch a BSA program and you were already generating several thousand dollars a month in new revenue from the, from the coaching program. And then you did that for a year. You then did a second group and now you had a third group. So let's talk about Anna Maria uh, because Anna Maria, um, the closest person that's done something like that is Frank in Kenya but with, with the training program, you, you were able, so, so what, what did you do? Uh, if, if other coaches are watching here, or even if they may have taken our classes, they're struggling, what was different? You know, I know experience, yes, I know you're really existing, but what can you teach some of the coaches who are listening that within three months of certification, still in the certification program, you start entering revenue with that, with that, with that certification? What was unique? What did you do and what can they learn from it? 
I will say several things, Patrice. First of all, um, you have to have a calling because uh, ministry, uh, I have had the privilege to review some of the uh, work that our son Samuel is doing for his master's degree in globalization at the Liberty University. And he is doing a paper in writing about the marketplace as a mission field. Mm -hmm. And it was fascinating to see what mission is, is a calling for God sent. So I believe that God chooses you for a specific mission, not necessarily to go overseas to share the gospel. You can choose a mission field and the marketplace for us was always a major field that needed the Lord because there is competition, there is lack of integrity, there is ambition. People will step over with no principles, with no integrity. They will be for their own benefit. It was very interesting to find out that the Bible has more scriptures about business than even about salvation, Patrice. How much the Lord and God thought about it to put that many emphasis in business because that he also chose businessmen who were the disciples were features men. And features men were an industry. And he told them, I want you to do the same business, but instead of fish, go for men and women. So for us, we added an additional aspect, which is not just men and women, but men and women in business. And that's our passion, Patrice, to be able to teach them how to do business based on biblical principles, thinking that they are going to flourish and then realize that God did the impossible in their businesses more than they thought beyond opportunities. Wow. What are some of the, when you think about the things that uh, through the training and the coaching, uh, the certification of the BE classes that really has impacted your company the most, what would you, some of those key things are? Oh, Patrice, uh, uh. I don't know if you had three hours or the whole day for this time, but I am indeed grateful with the Nehemiah Project Kingdom Business Coaching. Uh, very privileged to have received it and to be blessed to partner with you. Because even on our own business, we see the differences when I came and applied what I was receiving as a student on the entrepreneur training. Uh, first of all, a lot of small businesses are thinking more on the crisis or the momentum instead of the planning, instead of the mission, instead of what is that the Lord for me in identity for which destiny is he taking me? My Lord. Precious. Uh, another piece was, are you serving with love. And no matter what we do, Patrice, we have to serve, and that is our biggest differentiator. Anytime that you go to any trade show, people will ask, why should I buy from you than from somebody else? And that's 
And the biggest differentiator is the integrity that you have, the love and dedication that you are going to invest in your clients. A lot of people have clients to see how can I take advantage of them. Here is what can I do for you to better off. Wow. Was never uh, afraid, Patrice, of making leaders that even could do better things than he did. Those were his, speci his specific words. It's like they will be able to do bigger things than I had done. That's almost impossible to imagine. How can I do something bigger than what Jesus did? But that is how much he believed in us that we could do great things. And if we align in his purpose, we can. Uh, there have been several things. Uh, we were, Patrice, part of the 1% that in Florida received all three loans. Wow. On the COVID. Impossible. Wow. With, no, with no government relations in the meaning that it could say it was a political management or something like that. Nothing. It was totally God. And we bring the glory to him. Wow. And that's what we also have provided to our clients. We are very, very pleased to say, Patrice, that in group one, we have a spiritual food because one uh, construction uh, general contractor, she became our sister in Christ because of the group. Uh, and the second one, we have already uh, Catherine uh, from Tampa who accepted Christ as her Lord and Savior. In group number two, we also have right now two more people who accept. So we have been four months, Patrice, in group number two, and we had three people who had accepted Christ. Wow. That is very impactful. Wow. Only God could do that. You know, Anne Maria, um, I was going to do this, but, but I, I was not going to do this, but I will. So we've, uh, I want to tell you, we've selected AMP as the coach of the year for 2020. Oh. Oh. That we're going to be honoring at Nehemiah Week. Thank you so much. Because of what you've done and the model and the example that you've set. Now, you, so I, I, you know, I think it's important for our audience to understand that uh and then we also um you're working with us also on translation mp will be um providing us with support not only in translation to spanish but also in uh providing outsource support for our, our spanish uh e-community um, right. as we launch it because i've watched how you manage your team i've watched i said you know what if i got this if this if mp is on my team that makes less headache for me. I can lose less hair, and and um, and I appreciate that. But let's talk Thank about COVID nineteen and and the impact. Well, before we get to that, my other question. So um, let's talk about the. By the way, if they want to connect with you, uh, either to to join your coaching program or to connect with AMP for help in diverse supplying, where do they go? Uh, which who do they contact? Well, they can go to our website, Patrice, uh, which is A-N-P-I-N-T-L.com, which is the abbreviation for A&P International. 
and they will find all the information in how to contact us and we will be more than happy to assist anybody, Patrice. Awesome. Now, so um, let's talk about the, the, the diverse supply and the impact. So I've watched you or I've heard the story of you. You've been awarded in, uh, in Central Florida as, as uh, one of the uh, small business of the year in terms of the awards they give there. You, you work with uh, uh, various multinational organizations that rely on you to help with diverse supply issues. You advocate, you're more than just a coach and a consultant, you're an advocate. Uh, and, and you you advocate for your clients, whether it's standing up to big multinationals, saying, hey, uh, you know, you're, you're not treating them fairly, whatever it is, you don't care. You, you will stand up to Donald Trump if you have to on behalf of your client. Let's talk about that. So there's a story you told me about a situation where your diverse supplier, your client was not being paid timely. And often that is the case, right? Where the big companies uh, are slow to pay the smaller companies because they don't have the muscles or whatever and so forth. But tell us a bit about those situations, why those things happen, and tell us kind of some of what you've done about it on behalf of your clients. Thank you, Patrice. Um, a lot of times, Patrice, uh, large corporations uh, tend to, unfortunately, sometimes, uh, try to get different opportunities, like for example, pay on uh, the, the regular payment term for them could be 90 days. But if the 90 days for a diverse supplier is a lot of to wait for payment because they had to pay weekly or bi-weekly their employees than they have. So it's a long time. So one of the things that we help is negotiating than our diverse suppliers get paid 30 days next wow. uh, with no repercussion because they sometimes say, okay, if you don't want to be paid 90 days, then you can be paid 45 days, but we take 2% of your cost. So basically they will make money from the diverse supplier because they are saying we pay you in advance, but we take 2%. So for us, it's like you cannot expect our diverse supplier to finance a large corporation like this. And that's also what I have said to companies when they had taken longer to pay. I go and say, how do you like my people? Oh, they are great. They're doing a great job. And they say, well, my people don't like you. You have not paid them. So sounds good. I have great relationship with them. And they say, well, send me the invoice. And I go and check why they have not been paid. And they are paid the, the next day. Uh, those little things are so important, Patrice. Uh, when it's a, it's a major difference to be a broker than give referrals than to be a business developer and a business coach. Because a business coach and business developer is it, part of the game. You don't just see the game. That's You're right. Involved. You are so, on their team. That's right. And we sometimes could make goals and sometimes we can shoot it to the other uh, point. You have to not only know the buyer of the company, but to develop relationship in the other departments, because that's one of the ruinings of a large corporation. A large corporation many times don't have time to talk between teams. 
So that's that's another thing that that is important. You need to get to know. Okay, I had a diverse person who knows my people, but I need to get to know the finances person so that finances person pay my people on time. Uh, I need to know the other construction part so they can also buy it for different things. So it's it's important to develop that networking between the corporation or the government agency. Yeah, yeah, no, that's important because oftentimes what crushes businesses, particularly small businesses, is not the inability to make to make revenue. Sometimes the mm -hmm. inability to finance the operation cash. Correct. And by you addressing the account receivable issue, that helps them in being mm -hmm. able to have bring cash to the door. So with that, let, let's talk about COVID-19 uh, and the implication. By the way, Anna Maria is going to be one of our speakers. Not only will she be awarded at Nehemiah Week this year as the Kingdom Business Coach of the Year, but she's going to be one of our speakers. I, 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 she doesn't know this yet, but I'm asking her to lead a, 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 um, a, uh, a session on, on diversity uh, and really helping us lead an activity out of her book to really help us to understand the importance because Nehemiah is a global organization, Asia, Africa, mm -hmm. Europe, Latin America, and, and, and North America. So she's going to lead us into a teaching and an activity to really help us to understand how together we are stronger. And because and, and, in her book, I just kind of saw it. And I said, you know what? This is what I want her to do. So, so, so if you want to attend Nehemiah Week so that you can be a part of this, uh, visit our website, nehemiahecommunity.com uh, so you can register for the Nehemiah Week. By the way, if you register now before May 31st, you'll get 50% off of your registration, part of our covered recovery. So wow. Anna Maria, you're gonna bless us there um, yeah. at Nehemiah Week this year. It's in August of this year. It'll be a digital conference at Nehemiah Week. So Anna Maria, let's talk about COVID-19. So because you, uh, AMP was prepared. You were prepared from a digital perspective. You were prepared from a, from a cash position because uh, you had just got into a new building. You had built up staff. So, so in reality, you could have been vulnerable because you just already made huge expenses, but you were prepared. Right. And, and that positioned you as a company to be able not only to navigate COVID-19, but also to be able to take advantage of the stimulus package. You were one of the first company, uh, you received it before Nehemiah did to get the, <laughs> the we were a little jealous of you there, but. <laughs> hey, but we pray for you. <laughs> hey, yeah, you did, and the Lord answered your prayers. Amen. Uh, so you got it, and that was all part of preparation. So let's talk about um, the entrepreneurs watching us and, and the lessons they can learn from this, from this COVID-19 and to prepare because at Nima Project, we talk about the fact that right now we're facing the shock, which is the quarantine. But then next is gonna be the trial, which is when post quarantine. And then after that will be the abundance and after that the crisis. So, so as a business coach, let's advise entrepreneurs right now. So first, let's talk about what lessons we can learn from this, what AMP did, what you may advise your clients. They may have not listened, but hopefully now they're paying attention because sometimes you don't listen to the teacher until it's too late, right? Yeah. So, so what lessons did you, as a business coach, did we learn from COVID-19 that entrepreneurs to keep in mind as they go forward? Let's first start there. First of all, to, uh, 
to trust the Lord. Mm. That has to be very important to kind of believe that God has a bigger purpose than what we see. And then we need to take advantage of being under his umbrella to take the benefit of the bigger purpose. Number two, you have to think on your people. One of the things that happened very sadly was many, many small businesses because of lack of faith and they didn't know the stimulus were coming. They also decided to say, you know what? Let me get rid of my people. Your people, Patrice, in order of your uh, training, we know that people, your staff, your relationships are the equity of any business. Maybe easy to say, hey, I'm going to get rid of them so they can go and look for unemployment and I don't have to pay them. But you won't be able to bring them back with when you want it. Even if they come back to work, they will remember that you didn't care for them. And wow. then the easy way was for you to get rest for them and focus in you. I I believe that the stimulus came as a wise decision from the government in the meaning of it's easier to help a business than to get unemployment to people and pay people for not being working. Mm. Why here you continue striving. I, we got it with Tony, my husband, and Samuel, who is part of the business, and we decided what are we going to do? And the first thing that we committed is, we are going to keep our people. They are the ones who have strived with us for the success. They are the ones who has helped us with be where we are. So we are going to protect them and we will do whatever we need to protect them and their families. So that's the number one thing. Don't forget who has helped you and to whom you can contribute the success when they things are challenging. The other thing is give to the Caesar what belongs to the Caesar and to God what belongs to God. When you think that you are smart because you don't pay yourself, so you don't pay uh, payroll taxes, mm. Mm. things bite you at the end. It does no matter how much you pay yourself, but you need to do whatever is right on the eyes of God and on the eyes of the government. You need to comply with the law in order to be successful. When you come into the supplier diversity, none of the large corporations, none of the government agencies are going to work with people who try to hide or to lie. You need to be above integrity and choice. And when you have that, you quickly can provide the documents that reflect who you are and what you do. So I think that it's important to talk about integrity, Patrice, and integrity is to be completed. You are the same in the business, at the church, and in the supermarket. You are never afraid to be caught. I love it. Well, I wanna add something else that you did which is always be teachable and learn best practices. Because 
as you learn through the training and the coaching in my project, you were implementing it immediately. Oh, yeah. And and one of the things you implemented was the technology piece, having That's no cool. idea cool. that what was coming because you were learning and then you were applying and so forth, having no idea, you know. And that's what I like about you, Anne Maria, because you don't just <laughs> learn and do nothing. You're not prideful that you're not teachable, but you learn and you do. And because of that, that prepared you where you were able to pivot online when many yeah. company. Because, you know, you didn't have to apply technology before pivot. I mean, before cut, right? But you, you just did it because you felt it was best practice. Tell us a bit Absolutely. about that, how that prepared you, that impacted you. Yes, yes. And, and I, I've always, there, there are many times, Patrice, that I go to a training and people ask me, what are you doing here? You should be the one doing the training. And for me, uh, the Jesus never use the word Christian for his followers. The word Christian is only used three times in a derogatory term in the Bible, the followers of that Christ. But the word that Jesus used was disciples. And disciples is a student. We have to be eager to learn. And we will never end in learning. Wow. Powerful. My last question for you, Anna Maria, and then I'm going to have you back because I want to talk about your book. Uh, and by the way, um, if people are listening and they're curious and they want to get that book before the next podcast, Andrea, the book is called Cross-Cultural, um, A New Thirst for Diverse, Diversity Engagement. Where do they get the book if somebody wants to get a copy? They can go to our website, Patrice, and, and buy it in our website. Uh, give them the website again, please. Yes, it's A N I. N-T-L.com. All right. A Say it again, please. A for Ana Maria. N for Nancy. P for Patricia. I for international. N for Nancy. T for today. L for love.com. I love it. So I made my last question for you. So... Uh, many countries around the world are going post-quarantine. You know, now we are starting to phase into back into the economy. Businesses are opening. Folks are able to work. And each country have it at different phases. What advice would you give entrepreneurs around the world um, as to what things should they keep in mind as they now attempt to, to reopen or to... to, to um, position themselves to recover what they've lost during the quarantine. What would you give them? Thank you, Patrice. I, I believe we need to be grateful. Um, whatever guidance be given, there is no guidance that is going to be uh, appreciated by everybody because usually solutions don't give solutions for everybody. There is no one fit for all. So we need to appreciate instead of spending so much time criticizing in how it should be better, but collaborating. What can I contribute? What can I do to help for the situation to be better? Appreciate what we have been given also. Uh, we, we need to uh, think in how our decisions impact others and be willing 
to go a step at a time, but be creative, uh, not to have a mentality of poor me or a mentality of a victim or a mentality of a failure, but an opportunity that the Lord is giving me to reevaluate how I am doing things because for us, for example, Patrice, we are going to definitely keep doing virtual training. We will continue giving virtual coach. And that was an opportunity. So we have been reevaluated and that has brought a lot of creativity for us. We, we are putting a lot of salt and pepper in our coaching and virtual training. So we are incorporating games. We are incorporating things where we keep the attention that we don't have in a physical meeting. But uh, I think that those are of very significant value to visualize your people and encourage them to give their best in these times. And I am very grateful for our team. Wow. And you have, yeah, amen. And you have a good team indeed. Uh, and and we, we are grateful for that. That is key. Well, Anne-Maria, um, we're going to have you back to talk about the book. Uh, but if you want to get in contact with Anna Maria, uh, either to connect with her coaching program, she does individual coaching as well as group coaching, uh, to, for, to get guidance from her company to help you with as a diverse supplier, to be able to position yourself to get the certification you need or to get the help you need for growth. Or if you want to connect with her to be part of her, uh, uh, to get her book, uh, just visit her website. And Anna Maria, tell that website again so they have it. Thank you, Patrice. It's A N T I N T L dot com. Awesome, awesome. Anne Maria, again, thank you so much. Looking forward to having you back on the podcast. Looking thank you forward so much, to, having you, to having you speak for us at Nehemiah Week, August, the week of the August 10th, as one of our speakers, as well as uh, to, uh, to honoring you for, the, you for so your contribution. Much in advancing very, kingdom business. Very humble and very grateful, Patrice. Amen, amen. Well, guys, don't leave yet. Let me leave you with this. So first of all, if you love what you heard and you want our help in coming alongside you and um, in walking with you through training, coaching, access the capital, and, and bring you part of this global community where we can transform the world together, visit our website, nehemiahentrepreneurship.org nehemiahentrepreneurshipsorry.com nehemiahentrepreneurship.com and there you can get information about how we you can connect with us to help you be a part of this global community that is transforming the world having said that let me leave you with this word in prayer wherever you are around the world may the lord bless you and may you live your life and run your business such a way that one day you can hear those wonderful words. Well done, Amen. good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Guess what? You're not gonna make you ruler over much. God bless you. Anne Maria, thank you again. Thank you, Patrice. God bless you too.